Hi, I'm Christina. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to the WTF Podcast. If you're thinking, what the fuck? You're in the right place. But here, we talk about walking towards fear, straight into the heart of discomfort. Welcome to our journey as we hike the Pacific Crest Trail. All right, so we are here today with um, our first trail angels on the podcast. Yeah, they let us stay with them last night, which was excellent. So today we have Scott and Mel. You guys hello. can introduce yourselves and say hello. Yeah, I'm Scott and... Uh, I'm Mel. <laughs> hello. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you kind of blew our thing there. Like, no. we had no reveal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so we met Scott and Mel yesterday. We were in Idlewild, California. We came in from the trail and there were six of us that were planning to stay at a, you know, a local campground. We pulled in. We were going to cowboy camp on a concrete pad. Yep, because it was really meant for RVs. I think that's the kind of campsite we got. Um, although we did probably have electricity, um, we showed up and it was just a little bit different than what we expected. And we sat down for what five minutes before Scott and Mel showed up, something like that. <laughs> yeah, we just came rolling up. We uh, we actually did. Um, we live in Los Angeles, but we have a cabin here in Idlewild, and we try to spend at least about a week uh, out of the month here because it's just very different than city life we love being up here but we a couple weeks ago hiked uh section a of the pct which is campo to warner springs and uh of course we met a lot of fellow hikers along the way so we were giving them our phone number and stuff and saying hey when you guys get to idlewild um you know call us and if you need a washer dryer if you need a shower if you need a place to stay so i think we wound up uh we had five one night uh and then the next night we had ten people sleeping on the floor of our 800 square foot cabin so we've become we just this like the idea this yeah, is fun yeah we've become like this impromptu uh hiker hostel all of a sudden and uh we enjoyed it so much that uh we're back up here this week and and uh, even though it's people that we didn't meet on the trail now we're just driving around like hey you need a place now uh, we're like hunting hikers we're like <laughs> to bring them in <laughs> we saw you guys uh walking and you had the pizza boxes you had the ice cream it's like Okay, those guys are set up, but they still need that place to stay. So we're like, let's go target them. Let's invite them. <laughs> so yeah. in the last two weeks, we've had 20 uh, hikers stay at our place. But this is also super new for us. Uh, and so yeah. you guys probably noticed that we like drove by you once and then came back around because <laughs> yeah. we we weren't really clear on like how to do the approach. Like it feels creepy. <laughs> like, hello, strangers. Would you like to come to our house? Uh, but we're like, how do we help people? It's it's funny, it's like, it's almost kind of awkward to like offer help to people because then you don't know if they're going to think you're like weird or, you know, yeah, like, right. why does this person want to bring us to their home? Are they going to murder us? You That's know, why we started with, we're also hikers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we actually thought when you rolled up that we were in your campsite. Like you rolled up and you were going to be like, uh, we have the reservation for this site. And we're like, oh no, oh, what no. did we do wrong? <laughs> then we were like creepily driving by really slowly. That probably didn't help either. <laughs> right, because we're debating in the car. I'm like, I don't know. What do we say first? I'm like, you, you talk. I think if it's a woman, it's less scary. You know? <laughs> but then I was like, when we said something to you guys, I was like, maybe we should do another round so you guys could actually talk about it together <laughs> and then just figure out what you wanted to do. I would put you on the spot I there. Like, hey, you want to come to our strange house? <laughs> and you probably noticed six hikers being asked, would you like to come stay at our house with a shower and laundry? was a pretty quick yes. <laughs> it was yeah. a pretty quick yes. Yeah, so you right. guys were, you were on it. <laughs> I think that's what you said too. You were like, if trail angels roll up to you and you ask to stay in their house, I don't think you can say no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You did say <laughs> The only time it's really appropriate to go to a stranger's house and right. just trust them wholly and fully is when you are through hiking <laughs> yeah. a trail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And I think the whole like trail angel thing is cool because when we were on the trail, you know, we had like some trail magic. It where, happened to us. You yeah. know, where people uh, were just all of a sudden on the side of the trail with snacks and cold drinks and it just and means a ride. like, yeah, a ride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It means so much when you're on the trail that like now that we're not on the trail, it's like, oh, you know, it's it's just great to like be able to help other people out because we know how much we would like it. I know there's a whole network of like trail angels. I think it's kind of a semi-official thing. We're just like completely, we have no idea what we're doing. We don't know if we're trail angeling or trail magicianing or, or just, you know, like luring people to our house. But whatever we're doing, it's fun to like meet everybody and hear their stories. Yeah, what's your favorite part of being a trail angel so far? I think just meeting everybody from everywhere and like, yeah, hearing stories and and yeah, like you were kind of saying, being able to just help people in this basic level of like, I need a shower, I need yeah. like laundry, um, and just meeting other, I seem like hikers are a cool group of people mm -hmm. in general, you know, they're like, you can already automatically like trust someone who's planned out six months of their life to be on trail, like trustworthy, like got it together, they just need these essentials, and super cool to meet people from everywhere, like we've met people from all over different countries, different parts of the US, like yeah and you kind of figure like we've never done a long through hike i think the most we've done is a couple weeks at a time but we are uh you know backpackers and and hikers so we've certainly done enough you know trips that are a week or two weeks long or whatever that uh we fully know like the glorious moment of the warm <laughs> shower yes. you know yes. and and getting your clothes clean and you know i think that like if we hadn't experienced that ourselves, we wouldn't even quite get, you know, like what it means to people. But, you know, when we've experienced it ourselves, it's just like, oh, man, I know how much I just love, like getting that shower, eating restaurant food, you know, when you've been on trail for a week. So I think for us, it's just like it's just fun to see people be like, you know, we know how much they need it in that moment. And it's cool to see people <laughs> even like getting enjoying a, it. Even getting a ride, because I know that moment when you're like, I really don't want to take 10 more steps. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can get a ride. Right. <laughs> yeah, we saw some girls yesterday that were like trying to, they were just walking up the street with their packs. We're like, hey, do you guys need a ride to the trailhead? We thought they were going to the trailhead. And they're like, no, but we'll take a ride to our Airbnb. <laughs> it was like, less than one they minute. told us where it was. <laughs> and it was like less than a one minute drive. I was like, oh, you're actually almost there. They're like, yeah, if you don't mind, though, this would be great. We're like, okay. <laughs> like, we load them in the car for like one minute drive. Because yeah, <laughs> they'd already hiked 23 miles. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And I think, you know, context, too, for the shower bit. Both of you guys hiked yesterday, and you let six hikers shower even before you did. <laughs> right? yeah. At the end of the night, you're like, we haven't even showered yet. <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, just... I think it speaks to the type of people you are to pick us up anyway. But yeah, I'm like, we, awesome. we better shower now because you guys yeah. are all going to tell us we smell. Yeah, we flip You're all clean. <laughs> and I thought it was funny last night, even you were saying, Scott, um, that people have asked you, like, why do you do that? You don't even like people. Like, why are you letting <laughs> yeah. dirty, smelly people in your house? Like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, my mom and dad were like, your mom and they're dad. like, you're not a very hospitable person. It's interesting that you're <laughs> inter that you're doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you guys think I'm a jackass. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it actually is true. I don't consider myself a super, like, hospitable person. Mel is like a very good person. And I spend a lot of my time trying to like stop her from, she's like, let's go get that homeless man and go. And I'm like, no, we're trying to, you know, uh, so I'm usually trying to like tamp down her uh, goodness. Uh, but it's funny. Cause like with the trail thing, it's like, I don't feel like I'm like doing a, a good yeah. deed or like, or like it, there's no sacrifice, you know, so it doesn't feel like, oh, it's I deserve credit because I did this good thing. It's like, oh, I, I just want to like it's it's fun to 
to do it and and to have people you know come here and and enjoy it so yeah it's uh uh, you know, it's uh, it, it it is an unusual thing for me because I guess I'm normally a bit of a curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting because there's something kind of intangible that like nobody can quite put their finger on, like why hikers all just granted the common thread I guess is that we all like being outside, we all like mm -hmm. hiking. Yeah. yeah. But it's like you instantly just feel like you know and connect with these people that you have. N I mean, yeah. these these folks here like we met what two three days ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're, we're talking about that too. It's kind of interesting because we have this concept. We go pick up this group that's known each other, but obviously on the trail, you're just getting to know each other. So right. it's sort of like you guys are also meeting and kind of getting to know each other too, which is interesting. Yeah, and there's <clears> a <throat> sort of shared like suffering of like, yeah. you know, even though we never met you guys on trail, we can just be like, oh yeah, it was so hot when we came down to Hauser Creek and everybody's got to share like, yes. oh yeah, we all know Hauser <laughs> Creek is dry <laughs> yep. and you got to ration your water. So, every, you like know, everybody <laughs> has that same, you know, we, we've all like, like gone through it, you know, and so we all get it. It's a certain type of person too. I think that like there is a through line of personality traits or something where like mm. the certain type of person who's excited about the idea of going out for weeks and months at a time in nature, you know, dealing with the, all the difficulties that brings you know, there's some people who just wouldn't go on a hike to begin with, or they do a mile and they're done. <laughs> so it's yeah, like, you have to have some degree of character <clears throat> to take on something like this crazy, which we have not taken on anything. We have not taken on a 2,000 mile through hike. I would love to one day. But, I know, it's a but, cool uh, idea. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's admirable what you guys are like, even attempting to bite off. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like, it's that that's a huge commitment. And you're already in Idlewild, so it's like you're already at 170 some like you already yeah, done a huge achievement yeah. which when you think about it is like hardly anything you know, like even 10%. guy no, don't tell him that <laughs> <laughs> just kidding I think let me give you let me, can, what what discouragement can i offer you 10 percent of the trail okay all right 10 percent okay 10 percent at 270, 270. so okay. that's big bearish okay area. so you've done like five percentage something like that yeah at like this point. probably seven at this point yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I try not to think about it too much. I'm like, oh, the early miles are harder, I'm guessing, because you're like getting the trail legs. So, yeah. I really do think so. And sort of going back to the point of like hikers sticking together, I, I think it also has to do with like just understanding some of the suffer that goes into it. Like we had a really tough day. Um, obviously not last last night was wonderful, but the night before um, we had a 20, must, 20 plus mile day and Christina and I rolled into camp um, and we realized that 90% of the day, 90% of the miles were beautiful and wonderful mm -hmm. and we were having a great time in the last two miles. So 10% of the day was t like a total suffer fest. Mm -hmm. It was super yes. tough, miserable, get to camp um, just to climb. It's like a thousand feet in two miles, mm. which isn't horrific, but after 20 of them prior, yeah. it's, it's really, really hard. Yeah. Um, and it's great to kind of share that experience with people too. They understand it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that would be me with my I had bad shoes on this leg, PCT section A and I was like so the morning I kinda crank and it was cooler and then as the feet got hotter by the afternoon it was the suffer fest. So each day had its own little like joys and down and then low points. <laughs> oh and it's cool you guys have each other to like yeah. you know, to be out there with a friend is like yeah. So many people do it solo, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So you guys have a, a nice kind of built in like you know, you have that support, you know, and, and somebody that you can share the beauty with and also you know share the suffering with too exactly <laughs> scott truly shared my suffering suffering when my shoes hurt so bad i was like we're camping here on this terrible spot and he's like i'm wearing your shoes for the last mile push so he literally walked a mile in my shoes which are two sizes too small for him wow <laughs> and i got to put on his boots because my feet hurt so bad so it's like dedication yeah yeah, yeah. 
It was a one-time thing. <laughs> How were your feet after that? Uh, they were uh, they were a little cramped up in the shoe there, you know. But it was only a mile, so I could, I wouldn't want to go any further. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally last night after we all showered, we were sitting out here like comparing blisters. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, interesting. That's what yours looks like. Like, this is what mine looks like. <laughs> yeah. My pinky toes grew pinky toes. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to like, you know, meet strangers and be like, let me show you this gross thing on my body. <laughs> you know, it's not like, it's not typical, like, oh, you know. that's why we bond too then, maybe. <laughs> it's yes. not like typical, like, cocktail party behavior. You know? Oh, yeah, it's like the opposite of a cocktail party. Right. Like, all the walls yeah. come down, like, right. all the vulnerabilities just spill out. Right, yeah. right. Like, I think we met um, Alex and Kim, who's now Billy Dally, at the Scissors Crossing Bridge yep. underneath, right? When we got a ride back to trail, they were either heading in or had just gone in. Um, they weren't too far behind us in any case, and when we met them, that was three days ago, four days ago now. It's mm -hmm. crazy, how, and then we were just talking in there about how we're packing our toilet paper. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It happens really Back fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's really no fast. no time for niceties. Just get right to it. <laughs> right to it. I mean, it was awesome this morning. We a couple of us did pack shakedowns, where we pretty much took everything out of our pack put it on the floor and was like, why do you have that? What's that for? Do you really need this? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you're with people who are helping you, but they're also challenging you. And it's just like this sense of camaraderie, again, in this space where someone just picked you up off a trail, dumped you here for a bit. <laughs> and then you guys are also going to bring us back into town so we can get to our Airbnbs later. Yep. And it's just, mm -hmm. it is, there's so much appreciation and gratitude for people like you guys. It makes the experience so much cooler, even as a through hiker. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So cool. Well, it's cool for us to meet all these hikers yeah. coming through and, yeah, definitely great to meet you guys and I think it's really cool what you're doing with the uh, with the podcast yeah. documenting this that you know you could share with with other people and you're also gonna love listening back to this like 10 years from now yep. yes you know. that was exactly That's the point cool. and we could listen back to it <laughs> 10 uh, years from now and be like yeah. oh yeah I remember Scott and Mel wow, that was so early on the trail <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was right before blah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah right. right and because it's you know called walking towards fear one of the questions that I'd like to ask people is everybody has their own stories right you guys have lived lots of life up until this point do you have any decisions that you've made that you remember being like, wow, that felt like a big, scary decision to make? Because for us, choosing to come hike out here, quit our jobs, mm -hmm. like that felt like a big decision. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? Anything that kind of comes to mind? Huge decision, yeah. Uh, I would say just a decision to move to California because we, uh, I grew up in Nashville and Mel grew up in Virginia and uh, we were, we met in college and I was a couple years ahead of Mel, so I was finishing up my master's degree and she was finishing up her undergrad and she said, you know, I'd, I'd like to move to California when we get married. And we were already engaged, mm -hmm. and I would never imagined myself living. I just assumed I'd live in Nashville forever. Uh, and I was kind of like, oh, um, you know, I don't, uh, I, I don't really <laughs> foresee that. And so yeah. she said, we've basically decided, like, we'll try it for a year. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a big adjustment. All right, so we are in Idlewild, California still, and it is hot, so my phone just shut off while we were recording. <laughs> um, so we're doing a last little intro here, or I guess outro, before we get wrapped up and headed into town to do our resupply. Yep. But um, one of the last things that we were talking here about is, you know, this is the Walking Towards Fewer WTF podcast, talking about the decisions where it was a little bit WTF. Um, <laughs> so we asked both Scott and Mel kind of the decisions they've made in their lives where they walk towards fear and, you know, kind of took a leap into the unknown. So if you guys want to just share a little bit about what you had shared, you know, while we thought we were recording, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to do a, a, a real life one that's not a trail one, and then you have a trail one, and then I have another trail one. But uh, <laughs> my real life one is that uh, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, kind of always figured I would live there like my whole life. And uh, when we were 
finishing up college, Mel said, uh, you know, I think I'd like to live to, you know, live in California when we get married. And I was like, what? Uh, it just seemed completely out of the blue. So I reluctantly said, I will try California for one year because um, it was a big, like, out of the comfort zone type of thing. Uh, so that was 22 years ago. <laughs> and uh, so the one year experiment worked pretty well. And so, <laughs> yeah, now we have a place in L.A. and we have this cabin in Idlewild. So we are like genuine Californians now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and my thing is like for the trail one is like uh, when I first started hiking in the Sierras, my friend was kind of telling me about Mount Whitney and what it was all about. So we just kind of dove in. And uh, that first year we didn't even bring like a in reach type of thing. I didn't even think about that. Like we were kind of just going in still like scared of all the unknowns and dove into it. And I got sick on the trail that that year. So once I came off, I felt like I could do anything because it's like suffered through, you know, a few days of sucking on hard candies to get over high passes and stuff like that. Yeah. So it does give you like a sense of you get through it and you can, you can get through anything that comes up. And then my other thing I was talking about before we uh, got sunbaked outside was switching careers was another like facing fear moving yeah. out from you know to LA to do entertainment for like a decade or so and then switching from that into doing uh, therapy and going back to school and all that stuff so yeah and we um, we've kind of talked about this idea because I'm an author and Mel's a therapist and and so we've got this sort of book idea kind of cooking where uh, we think there's important kind of relationship or life lessons that can be learned from the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have this idea of sort of working on in a half adventure, half relationship book. Um, and, you know, there are so many things that we've experienced that we go, you know, there's lessons in that that like apply to life beyond the trail. Um, one thing I can think of is we were in Switzerland uh, hiking from Chamonix, France, down to Zermatt, uh, Switzerland. and. Um, we had bought a, a guidebook, um, like a, about the trail and we got to a point where the trail seemed really sketchy and we were like going across this loose scree and Super we were sketchy. slipping down and like then catching ourselves. But the drop was like literally probably 700 feet. I mean, it was an insane drop. And we're like, who puts a trail here? Mm-hmm. This is this is not crazy, safe, but you know? <laughs> it's just insane. And I'm like, normally Mel's the one who's more calm on the trail. And I'm kind of like, babe, I'm freaking out. And she's like, me too. And then I was like, oh, no. And normally she's the one that's like, it's fine. Uh, so anyway, we wound up actually turning around uh, and hiking six hours mm-hmm. back to the last little town, to hoping that end. we could like get a room in this little hotel that they had there and um we wound up meeting up with other people who are doing the trail like a, a couple towns later and i was like man did you guys like were you freaking out on that and they're like what are you talking about so we realized uh we'd bought a used guidebook on amazon and it was like five years old and there had been an avalanche that had completely wiped out the trail oh, and they had rerouted it. No. So we weren't even on the trail. We were just on the like avalanche wreckage, <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to navigate our way across. But there's things like that that have happened where there's like life lessons in there. Like, you know, make sure that you're, you actually know what you're doing when you're seeking advice. Like make sure the book isn't five years old mm-hmm. and you actually have the current one or know when to admit that you're in over your head and, yeah, and turn huge. around and seek help, you mm-hmm. know, and go like, Hey, you know what? It's crazy to like move forward here. Um, sometimes there are situations where you got to push on and overcome fear. There's other times where you go, well, this isn't just fear. This is straight up 
dangerous and we yeah. need to like reroute, you know, and you can apply all that to like things in, in life and relationships. And so that's kind of one of our dreams is to, you know, take some of these trail lessons and see how they apply to life lessons and, and maybe, uh, you know, put that together in a way that's helpful. For people. We, we want to do the PCT one section at a time. So we might have to do a book before we finish. As <laughs> yeah. well. yeah, otherwise you'll be waiting 30 years yeah. for our book. But. <laughs> Well, put us on pre-order. We definitely want it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and finding that line that you're talking about is extremely difficult. Figuring out, like, okay, when am I just scared for no reason? Mm-hmm. Or and when am I scared because, okay, there's some real danger here. I could hurt myself. I should turn right. around. Yeah. Right. Like, finding that point where you're like, you know what? The right thing to do is to turn around right now yeah. Yeah. and not push forward yeah. um, is really difficult to find sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it definitely feels good when you do it and you turn around and you get back home and you're safe and you decompress and you go that was still the right call yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. that feels like great avoiding the summit fever yeah. yeah 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 sometimes fear is warning you of danger right <laughs> and it's smart to listen to it and other times fear is your yourself getting in your own head and you gotta mm-hmm. you know you've got to walk through it as yeah. they say Absolutely. right <laughs> that's when i always tell my clients you know it's a good time metaphorically on trail and in life to slow down <laughs> that's when you slow down and like take it inward yeah because anxiety wants you to rush rush yeah, so it's like, yeah. evaluate and see what's really going on yeah. with yourself you know am i am i fearful because because my instincts are telling me the right thing yeah. or am i just you know getting in my own way if I'm yeah. on trail, sit down, look at the map. <laughs> yeah, get oriented. And, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, it's not about sprinting towards fear, like whatever mm-hmm. it is that you want in life, right? Yeah. But like taking like small steps to move towards the thing that you're looking for. And we were talking about this before. I think we you know, crashed outside. Mm-hmm. But out here, like nobody talks to you about. I didn't know that Mel was a therapist until she mm-hmm. shared that story about changing careers, yeah. which and fits her very well. She has a very kind of warm embodiment <laughs> of a person. Um, but like being able to meet people, figure it out, and then like you said knowing people and being able to trust them in their decision making especially while you're on trail together i think it's yeah. huge yeah 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 and we're just kind of talking too about the trail being the, that great equalizer it doesn't really matter what you do in your real life it's what you bring mm-hmm. to the trail and and you know it doesn't matter if you you know have some like crazy glamorous job or whether you're still kind of finding your way like mm, you're still what you do to pay miles. the bills yeah it's <laughs> yeah. it's that equalizing your thing blisters on the all look the same yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you're it doesn't matter if you're 21 or if you're 41 or if you're 71 like you know everybody's in a way everybody's got out there pulling their own weight so to speak but there's also that community aspect where people come together that otherwise would never meet or have anything in common you know necessarily in in the real world and um yeah, pulling their own cool. weight exactly true <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah literally yeah yeah but you know it is cool i mean like we were talking earlier it's like we're you know close to 20 years older than you guys and you know like there's another guy in, in your group who's 20 years older than us and you know in what other scenario would all mm-hmm. of us be like suddenly randomly shooting the shit sitting, mm-hmm. yeah having a conversation and sharing life experiences you know it's uh so it's cool that d- different generations and you know, people from different countries get to get to mm-hmm. find each other on the trail. Yeah, and laugh, mm-hmm. yeah. and suffer, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. do it all. Yeah, all, sure. it's great. all the things in between. Yeah, but we appreciate you guys uh, doing a little bit of a round two here since the phone, the sun baked my phone. <laughs> <laughs> sure, no problem. Yeah, you're like, I can't wait to get back onto a trail where the sun is actually so hot it's killing my phone. It's, uh. gonna, it's gonna feel good. <laughs> yeah, but today we're taking a zero day, which means we're not hiking any miles, so the sun Yay. hopefully won't be baking us. Nope, yeah. not at all. We're going to go resupply, get a couple of days of food. Donuts. Donuts. Yeah, oh, I donuts. forgot about the donuts. Yeah. Ice cream, I hope. Yeah. Ice cream. Ice cream? Yeah. Perfect. 
think it's time. It's time. Let's do it. Well, seriously, Mel and Scott, thank you so much for hosting us. Thank it's you. been awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's great meeting you guys. Thanks for having us on the podcast. And good luck time. on the trail. Happy oh, trails. Just like last time, we forgot, Scott also has a podcast. Uh, yes. Give us a shout out, Scott. I Tell do. us about your podcast. I have a podcast. <laughs> uh, it's called Songcraft, Spotlight on Songwriters, songcraftshow.com, or you can find it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. But we talk with people about songwriting. And if you like music, uh, if you like you know writing or songwriting, then check it out. Um, we speak to a lot of writer artists too, so chances are uh, some of the folks who listen to your podcast might be fans of some of the musicians on our podcast. So uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, go over and show Scott some love. And uh, again, thank you and happy trails. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs>